Guess who's back? Back again. SPD's back with the six six stash. Oh wow, it is sick. That yeah. was awesome, bro. Hey man, dynamite. What's going on, buddy? Missed you last week. Last week. Uh, it's good to be back with y'all. Um, thank you guys for joining us for Dynamite Download episode sixty three. Man, up in the that's 60s. nuts. And, and this was just a fast paced show, just nonstop. A lot of people were featured. Uh, you know, in my old hometown, you know, of Long Island, you know. Recently left New York City, moving down to South Carolina. So uh, this was just down the street from where uh, I was residing for a little while. So um, and of course, you're an MJF salt, Homer. That's right. What you're trying to say <laughs> salt of the earth hometown right there, man. And that was um, they're really leaning into this feud to kick things off, man. Oh, yeah. I did not expect CM Punk to start off the show the way he did. And what are your thoughts on that, man? We'll, man. we'll get right into it. <laughs> this uh this opening segment with CM Punk felt like John Cena in Philadelphia. Um just total oil and water. Punk came out with MJF's music. He went completely crazy. Uh got those cr- that crowd to just hate him immediately. They were yeah. booing him. I don't know if I've ever seen a CM Punk reaction like that when he's uh, a baby face and he was leaning into that like crazy. Oh, he leaned into it. And then he tried he tried to kind of pull back a little bit, but then he was like, "You know what?" I'm not going to pull back. I'll just keep going in on it. And he did. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, very funny. He he really ripped into New York and Long Island. And, and our boy, uh, Maxwell, uh, he ripped into Maxwell as well. So that was a, a lot of fun. And I think it was almost a perfect way to open the show, um, especially with the Battle Royale coming right after. What do you think about the opening segment, man? I mean, the shirt says it all, too. I mean, you know, the they removed MJF and put Britt Baker on there. Um, it, it, was, it was just so fun watching the smirk on MJF's face and just <laughs> – you know, he's like, how far I can just the wheels are turning. Like, how far am I going to push this? How far can I push this? Because, you know, his arsenal is so deep yeah. and he can go on and on and on. You know, the cheap heat with the Islanders and things like that, um, yeah. which the acclaimed did as well. But I mean, it worked. Um, I, mean, I was I mean, yes, it's the hometown, but I, I was a little surprised with with all the MJF love, you know, even though yeah. he is the salt of the earth. Uh, I guess it goes to show like, you know you are where you are because you know there's all those other douchebags that hero, live, man. yeah that, those long island scum scumbags as well i mean they, <laughs> they all swarm together so birds That's of a fair. feather flock together but the man, burberry promo, stink the burberry stink yeah for sure <laughs> this was a, a fantastic promo man yeah and and we knew that this was going to be the money feud it, it once cm punk debuted you like this is the one that we've been clamoring for and we're getting it, man. We're 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 getting it. I think quicker than we ex- anticipated, and it's been delivering on every element. I mean, to me, it's just it's it's just 
home run after home run after home run with this these segments and yeah we we saw a little bit of almost got a little taste of uh you know some fisticuffs you know at the, after the battle royal so i'm all for this man and just continue to do this give them the platform to say guys tear the house down because you're continuing to tear the house down do what you want and then you're going to give us the ultimate payoff in a match yep say whatever you want do whatever you can to get that heat and get that yeah. pop, and you guys are doing it the only thing i'm struggling with this view the only thing is that cm punk keeps calling mjf the irrelevant pillar when he's beaten all of the other pillars so he, that's the one point where punk man you can't keep saying that bro because mjf's proven that he's he's the pillar above all their pillars right now so outside of that i'm digging everything these guys are doing until he beats <laughs> Britt baker that's true. He has to beat Britt Baker. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, you're right. I mean, MJF has has taken down all the pillars, and yeah, uh, he has proved him himself to be the the ultimate pillar. And man, this is this is a tough one because you know we've talked about it on our show like these two, three new additions. You know, Adam Cole, um, CM Punk, and uh, Danielson, yeah. who's going to take their first loss, and it looks like Danielson will probably lose to Hangman. You know, in this first title defense, do you see CM Punk losing to? MJF. I think he should. I think that that would be a, an amazing way to continue uh, growing the brand, which is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, the the top young heel in professional wrestling. Um, yeah, yeah. And and you can take young out of it. He's just the top heel True. in professional wrestling. Um, so give him all the ways you can continue growing that. Um, and I think that you know, based on what they've done in the ring lately, I wouldn't be shocked at all if he beats CM Punk. Yeah. So. And You're so absolutely CM Punk Mark. And he he's definitely a clean win is is far from it too, I feel like as well. But and you know, talking about clean wins and stuff, yeah. you know, the dynamite diamond battle royale, MJF is going for his three peats and in typical coward form, he was hiding behind Warlow, but then we saw him eliminate Warlow, and a Warlow was was pretty upset, clearly. And so um we've been seeing those seeds planted for a while now. You know, he's going to you're going to poke the bear only for so long. Um, obviously, now is not the time because MJF's feuding with CM Punk. I don't think the feud is there with Warlow, but you just keep poking the bear and then you're going to you're going to get scratched pretty bad. Um, <laughs> but this one was, you know, a lot going on. I was honestly really yeah. surprised by the ending. Very surprised. Oh, man. Same. Uh, the, like Dante turning on Team Taz uh, this quickly. And- this quickly, it was shocking, especially based on what we were seeing in the match with him and Leo Rush having some words during the match. Sure. Um, it, he sold it really well. That was a great act he was doing because Ricky Starks, like, the so, you know, it was him and Ricky Starks and MJF, and they, it could have been a full Team Taz uh, match for that for that ring. But yeah. now he decided to throw out Ricky Starks, he, he, and he ripped off the Team Taz armband. Yeah. So total shock. And it was one of the coolest moments of the night. You know, we were wondering, you know, is Dante Martin actually turning? What's going on? Is there a bigger plan for him with this? And I think he answered those questions tonight. It's obvious uh, that this was a swerve. He wasn't actually joining Team Taz. Now, the real question is, is he still with Leo Rush or has he got something completely different going on? This guy's doing so many different things, going between so many different uh, managers and, and stables. Uh, it's I'm curious to see what's next for him. Especially if he if he beats MJF, that's the big question. What's going to happen then? Yeah, Dante rocking that uh, 
that pinky ring that MJF. But I mean, <laughs> you know, it would be interesting to see him take that title away from MJF, another young budding superstar in Dante Martin. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I was very confused by this. You know, like how soon he turns on Leo to join Team Taz and all this is going on. And then all of a sudden he betrays them this soon, essentially as one of their very early alliances, early and alliances. And he quickly turned on Side Al as well. Yeah. I so mean, This is like the third time in two months he's he's turned what's somebody. What's going to happen with him? I don't, you know, I'm all for him getting TV time because I think this guy is absolutely incredible. Um, but, you know, yeah, like you're, we're seeing, you know, Brian, like, Leo Rush, Wardlow, Dante, these guys were all st- stood out in the in the uh, the Battle Royal. And it was fun to see um, the shenanigans after the match, you know, MJF running back in and then teaming up on him with Ricky Starks. So I have a lot of questions with this one. I need to let this one digest yeah. because I'm very confused uh, we're, what we're going to see with this. And I think, you know, MJF is definitely going to get um, that three-peat, especially since he just got a new MJF ring. Um, but it's going to come to the cost of uh, Team Taz, I think, ultimately. And and I do think that we need to hear from Dante about this soon. Yeah. You know, he can't keep doing these these swerves and not talking about it and explaining it. You know, right now right. we're all confused. We all want to know what's happening in his head, what's going on next. And uh, I think next week would be a perfect opportunity, or maybe on Rampage would be a perfect opportunity for him to explain, hey, you know, this is what's going on here. You know, you don't have to wonder what's going on with me. I'm right. doing it's all part of the plan. Um, because right now it feels completely crazy and um <clears throat> almost almost random, but it's a lot it of does fun. It feel and, really random. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun and Dante's great. So, like you mm-hmm. said, you know, getting Dante in the ring and getting him involved in storylines is always good because he's a 20-year-old kid that has a world of potential. Superstar. Um, absolute superstar. And that's why he's in this match with MJF coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we all understand that. But, you know, we want to kind of feel what's going on here because it's very confusing and very interesting for sure. And Dante, you know, a couple of years could be a pillar of the AEW as well. You know, this yeah. this is a, a great showcase of young talent um, that we saw there. You know, another great showcase, which I was glad to see more and more of tag team wrestling, even though this was an eight-man tag team wrestling, was the acclaimed with a little bit of taste 2.0. <laughs> and my guys, the Varsity Blondes uh, and Jurassic Express. Uh, this was a high energy, man. This was a lot of fun. This match yeah. was, an, a, was a perfect live crowd match. You know, a perfect match to watch and cheer for live because it was nonstop. Boom, 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 boom. You know, the claim yeah. came out firing as always, you know, how they're going to – they're the line they're going to run your bitch ass out of town like Cuomo. Um, they also <laughs> talked to the Islanders even though, you know, their hometown. So um, we got a little taste of the promo and then we got a lot of taste of 2.0 during the match and after the match too. But yeah. this whole time, man, I love the energy that these guys were bringing. Luchasaurus is so over with the crowd. Um, and, you know, I couldn't keep my eyes off the TV with this. I mean, the whole show, but this one, I was just like, whoa, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And anytime Jungle Boy's in a match, he's always must-see. Like, you can never not yeah. stop watching him just because he's so quick, so fluid, and so innovative uh, with his offense. Dude, this whole show felt like – it was shot out of a cannon. It was yeah. so fast paced. Everything was fast paced. Felt like an episode of Rampage, yeah. um, more so than an episode of Dynamite. It was just so quick. Everything was going like that. And this match, you know, kept that going. You know, after a battle royale, 
you know, a lot of times, you know, a company will be like, okay, we'll have a, a you know, a go to the bathroom kind of match, a beer break, break yeah. match. And not, not tonight. I mean, they immediately went from a battle Royale to an eight man tag, you know, then to another tag match after that. And True. it's just like absolute like chaos, the whole show. And all of them had brawls afterwards and returns. And like, if this is a, an episode you could have easily slept on, not knowing what's, you know, this is going to be a special one, but there was a lot True. of stuff that happened. Superstars were made, returns happened. This eight man tag match. I mean, we got to see some great stuff. 2.0 is hilarious. Love oh those man, guys. I'm loving them more and more and more. They're, they're like yeah. my last year's acclaimed, you know, yeah. like at first I didn't really care for them. Then I quickly loved them. And then this year, like 2.0, I'm like, who are these guys? And right away, boom, I started loving them. So I think that like, <laughs> that's, so funny. that's my last year's acclaimed. And and we're seeing, you know, we saw Eddie Kingston come out afterwards, attack, and then uh, Ortiz, who looks like a million bucks, man. The guy is like totally yeah, so cool. jacked and looked like mean and angry, man. Um, and then 2.0 coming and attack them. So are we going to get a little taste of uh, 2.0 and Garcia with Santana, Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston right now? Maybe while Jericho's kind of, um, you know, on tour sure, or right? what? I think that would be an awesome pairing. You know, these New cool. York guys versus um, – the 2.0, but I think that's kind of like the writing in the stars right there. So um, I, I would be all for that. That would be a lot of fun because we haven't seen Santana and Ortiz on TV that much recently. So no, uh, and these it'd be guys good are to get both these guys fire. involved. Yeah, like both teams involved. I think it'd be a lot of fun, and they're very different teams. Oh, you know, for sure. I, I, I could see 2.0 just bothering Santana and Ortiz all the time, and just like just ruining their day and like doing all these funny. Yeah backstage things but then what's cool about 2.0 and and you know i think that a big part of it is that them and garcia they attack you know they, they don't just do these funny things and make jokes they actually beat people down and like you know they outnumber everybody and everything oh there you go my chew i need the chew chew of the week chew. <laughs> yeah but i like that they they back up their trolling attempts they're not yeah. just a team that's that's there for the laughs they're there for the brawls and it's a that's why they're different. That's why they're so fun because they have shown that they can back it up and they can be that team that's you True. know we'll mess with you and we'll be funny, but we'll also go there and beat the crap out of you. That's a we'll lot. We'll give of you fun. a taste. Yeah, we'll give you a taste. <laughs> and then you'll want some more. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah, I think this is this is uh, definitely intriguing stuff right here. Um, what they're doing with Eddie Kingston and oh, messing with Jericho. Be with that. But yeah, these guys are onto something. I love them on BTE. I love them as BTE champions. I love the personality, over the top personalities. Always got the yeah. wrist tapes, chewing gum. Uh, they're looking like they're a lot of having a fun, and they and they blend so well together. Yep. Another team like that, that blends so well together that I'm so glad that to, that to see them back on TV is the Young Bucks. Man, I don't have my dangly in. Oh man, Go even get though it. No, even though I'm a team babyface all the way. Young Bucks, man. I'm all for some cold spraying kisses, man. I love me some cold spraying kisses, and we got a lot of that uh, tonight. And these guys are the best in the – you know, they're proving why they're the best in the world because they can go with yeah. anybody. You know, on paper, you're like, okay, these guys just feuded with Jurassic Express and, you know, Chuck Taylor and Rocky Romero. You know, they can go in the ring, but it's like, okay – you know, where's this match going? The big picture of what we saw today with Sue and the returning of Trent was just had me all. I was eating this out of the, eating this out of the bowl, just asking for seconds because Trent looked like a million bucks. But man, this this match, man, the Young Bucks were just toying with them all, they all match, man. They were just, yeah. you know, I love their showboating, their constant showboating. You know, Adam Cole getting involved, the Stooge Cutler getting involved with the cold cold spray. Uh, but just this whole match, it was just like a Young Bucks clinic, in my opinion. 
yeah, this was a, a typical young bucks are are yeah. just toying with their opponent, uh, being jerk heels match. I loved it, and and I think Adam Cole adds a whole nother dynamic uh, to these guys, which is really fun. I think that he uh, they have a lot of fun when he's out there. They they're yeah. uh, they have they do different stuff. I like that they're able to kind of morph and do some different things. They I want to see more trios matches with these guys. Yeah. I think that they would have even more fun in the ring doing trio stuff. But obviously the big moment was Trent coming back yeah. and uh, that was epic and he looks great and he looks healthy. Um, so that's fantastic. You know, that a lot of people returning uh, from health scares this week, you know, having the bucks both come back after mm-hmm. just absolutely destroying their bodies for our, our enjoyment. And then yep. uh, having Trent come back after that scary spinal injury he had, um, it's just awesome. <laughs> and yeah, he does look like he's, he's like if Miro and um, Moxley Moxley had a kid, <laughs> that's, that's Trent. <laughs> um, oh, that'd be great. They just play that storyline up. That'd be the, the weirdo. I had to do a double take. <clears throat> I had to do a double take when I saw Trent come out. Cause I was like, wait, cause I'm so used to him with long hair and, you know, he slimmed down maybe a little bit, and but he looked. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh, he looks like such a badass!" Uh, I love this part. And to me, you know, this feud wasn't really going anywhere for me at all quickly. Um, but now that, yeah, Miro and Blade had a kid. But now that Trent's return, and this is <laughs> this is the, this is the kind of the same thing that happened before with the the last feud with with the best friends and Miro yeah. and Kip Sabian. As soon as Trent returned, it made it that much more relevant for me. You know, because it was getting so stale. Like this, this to me was like a feud out of nowhere. Um, and then now that Trent's back, I'm excited to see the original best friends versus the you know the super click party trios and and kind of yeah. trading stuff like that. So we know Trent is a workhorse. Um, so I'm, I'm all for this feud right now. I, I think it's going to work. Yeah, for me the time too. Being. Uh, me too, man. I, I think that Trent Trent coming back is massive. Not not to take anything away from you know Wheeler Yuta or anything. Sure. I think that. Uh, there was obviously a, you know, a dynamic that they had uh, as that trios team. Um, and I think that that's, that's what we want. We want to see that dynamic there. It just kind of felt like they're throwing Wheeler Yuta to the wolves. Like, okay, he's going to be your new third guy. Right. Um, and now it's kind of come back, all come back full circle and have their original team back. And maybe we'll see some, you know, some four fetal four way matches and four, you know, that'd be great. Just yeah. see some cool stuff. Um, I like that. Now they have some options for their squad as well. You know, if, you know, growing. hopefully nobody gets hurt again because, uh, you know, obviously Trent comes back from an injury and then immediately gets hurt again. So yeah, uh, hopefully no that. no injuries happen. Um, but at least now, you know, there are more numbers. There's not going to have to be that weird insertion into storylines anymore. Um, it's a bigger squad and we'll see, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm stoked about it. I can't wait to see Trent back in the ring uh, in a real match. It's going to be great. I love that AEW gives gives the people what they want in their hometown, you know. Yeah. We saw the surprise debut with Trent. Obviously, they're given you know the MJF rub, uh, the acclaimed John Silver main event meet man. Um, so I think that's obviously kind of booking one hundred and one. But I just yeah. I eat I eat eat that up, man. I, I'm all for a sucker. I'm all for a happy ending. You know I can't stand movies that don't have like full you know closure movies or sad endings. I like. So happy you love endings. the mist, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, you love the mist, the best ending ever. <laughs> so uh, i'm props props to aw for doing that i'm all for that um but someone who's not really having that much of a happy ending um you know cody rose and sammy guevara first off sammy guevara comes out you know to get interrupted very quickly um you know immediately doesn't even get a word out there 
you know, talking about his open challenge, which, you know, I'm all for the TNT title always being this kind of open challenge. Cody set the bar with yeah. that for sure. Um, Miro then kind of did a little bit, but Sammy is definitely following suit. Excellent with that open challenge, giving new guys uh, the rubs and all that. But Cody looked for worse for wear, man. It was uh, way worse than I expected. I mean, I, I don't I don't know how you protect yourself, but that was a pretty brutal as you know, I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys all about that, but that was an absolutely um, selfless thing to do, you know, really. And the fans are still, you know, not giving him the love that he deserves, man. This guy's giving it all for everybody. And uh, I will always be a Cody Rhodes fan no matter what, because you're sacrificing it all. And Sammy Guevara is another one of those guys who sacrifices it all for the fans. Um, so, you know, Cody comes in and he's, he's getting that title shot. Uh, yeah. He's next in line for that TNT title shot once he heals up a little bit, you know, what do you? What are your thoughts on this whole Cody Rhodes saga? Man, I, I think tonight uh, was really the first time we got to see Cody lean in a little bit. Um, he did. He leaned in. There's there's definitely moments where he, you know, he 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 teased walking out the heel entrance. He said some stuff that you know, okay, he's being patronizing again. Like when we talked about it with QT, where he was almost patronizing QT Marshall when they started their feud. Um, this felt very similar to that tone where he, he had that patronizing tone to Sammy and he was like, Oh, you know, he called him kid and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, Sammy obviously took offense to it as well, you know, the way he reacted. So I think that, that Cody understands at this point, like, Hey, the crowd, no matter what I do, these people are going to boo me. I could right. throw myself through a burning table and get third degree burns on my back and yeah. arms and people are going to boo me. So might as well lean into it and just accept it and get those booze. And I think that he did that without a, like without changing his character. I think that he did that without not being the Cody Rhodes that he is. I think that that that's going to work and that can work and it'll be something that he can, he can do and it'll be make him an interesting character because there's not really anybody like that where mm -hmm. there's somebody that's going out there acting like a baby face, um, you know, doing things on purpose to be like, but they're, you know, they're, being a heel he's leaning into it and i think that sure. that's ultimately where this is going to end up and that's probably why they're putting him up against sammy guevara um if i'm being honest about it i i don't think that you put him against somebody like sammy who's a budding young baby face who just right. won his title you know two months ago um to have cody go in there and interrupt his promo you know and then obviously ethan page got involved and he, he interrupted both of them and so Dan I Lambert's think that, coming back and, and everybody's so excited for Dan Lambert to come back. Um, <laughs> poor, poor Dan. Um, just to get hit again by Jericho. Well, Jericho's not on the show anymore, so he can come back and it's okay. Um, but I, I don't know, man, it's tough because I think that Cody needs to lean in. I think that he's doing the right thing by not can, but by not ignoring it and just dealing with it. I think that they're making the right play here. And I, I hope that, part of why he's going to wrestle Sammy is because they understand that. And I think that it'll be a lot of fun because these guys are obviously two of the, you know, Sammy's one of the best young wrestlers on the roster and Cody's, you know, a hall of famer anywhere. Right. Cause he's, you know, cause of his in-ring ability and, you know, obviously, he's, you know, being a Rhodes is a, a huge thing. Like you can wrestle in his sleep. So I can't wait for that match. And I'm, I'm curious to see where Ethan page gets involved because Ethan page uh, is kind of uh 
he's an outlier here that's looking in, man. Like, what's this guy going to do? Is he going to get involved in their match? Is he going to do something to get himself involved in the feud? He did that tonight a little bit, but I'm curious to see because, you know, we all love Ethan Page as well. We're ready to see him take that next step. And we've all talked about him as a potential TNT champion. He'd be great. That would be for sure an absolute perfect spot for him right now even. So I'm down for it. We'll see. What about you, man? I think it's great. So as, as I'm listening to you talk about this, do you think Cody Rhodes is going to piggyback on Sammy's baby face popularity and kind of side with him against the men of the year and Dan Lambert to try to get that baby face push? I think he could. Like that Do you think that could be something that could actually work? Because obviously like the Pac and Lucha Brothers things wasn't enough. Uh, going yeah. through a fire table isn't enough. Is is you know pumpkin headed dipshit Dan Lambert enough um, to push Cody for them to cheer Cody, or do well, they I, cheer Dan? I definitely feel like Cody's going to try to tie himself to Sammy, and if yeah. this feud becomes a feud, I think that he will tie himself to Sammy Guevara's you know face pops. Yeah. But you know, I think that Sammy acknowledged tonight, like, hey, like you call me kid, you know this right. kind of thing. I'm the TNT champ. Um, I think that if he does like try to side with Sammy, I think there could be some issues between those two. And that would make it even more interesting. If you have issues between Sammy and Cody, that's when you can really get some stuff with Cody uh, where he can lean in without going full heel. He could, he could do that. If Sammy's not being cool with him, then he's justified. Right. So there you go. I think that that could play out to be a really interesting part of the story and then kind of have a three-headed monster of a feud with True. Ethan Page and and uh, American uh, top team over here. You know, Sammy Guevara here with Inner Circle and Cody kind of doing his own thing but getting the worst crowd reaction out of everybody. I think it'd be great. Make for it's, interesting it's, television for it's sure. It's very compelling, man. The, the, the Cody Rhodes saga that I've been we've been following for months and months, it's it's one that I'm very intrigued with. Yeah. And and I'm very curious of reading we're reading the book. I'm curious how this is going to end, you yeah. know. Um and obviously I want it to end with a happy ending. So I'm very curious, man. And there there's something there's wheels turning there that they know. They're they're probably four or five steps ahead of us. Yeah. Oh, um, for sure. And we're just pawns in their game as well. <laughs> We're playing. We're playing to exactly what they want us to do. We have exactly. no idea what's going on, so that's the perfect thing. They want that's what they want in wrestling, exactly. and that's what I want too. I don't want to know what's going on. I want to know when it happens for sure, for sure. And Bonds, I know you were you're very high on this match, man. So yeah. kick this thing off, man. Jamie Hader versus Rio and uh, the women's match of the night. Oh, it was uh, stiff. Is all I can say. This match was so stiff. There were so many spots where I was just like cringing at like the impact. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I, I think that Jamie uh, Jamie showed off some of her, you know, big offense that she can do. And Rio just did some awesome stuff as well. You know, obviously she's a lot smaller, but they she uses that to her advantage. I like how she uses her size to to you know do these crazy high spots sometimes off, off the side, you know, the you know, off the side of the ring, all this crazy stuff. And I think that you know, she's She's really fun, and I think that her and Britt are going to put on a great match uh, mm-hmm. when she finally gets in there for that title match. She I means she beat Britt, so this is a, a big one. And I think that Jamie, uh, again, there was interference that you know it didn't necessarily cost her this time, like it did the last time there was interference. But sure. you know, uh, you know, Britt and Rebel on the outside were very like almost confused at the end of this match. I think that that friendship uh, between the DMD and Jamie Hader is kind of on thin ice. Um, and the more that these kind of matches happen where we get to see, you know, 
Jamie kind of be the sacrificial lamb for Brits uh, opponents. I think that we're going to start seeing some, some real issues between this stable. Um, but overall, man, I think this was one of the better women's matches to have this month or in the last month Agreed. or so. I think it's been a lot of fun. This could have been a, t- a tournament match and I would this have been is better than with it. a couple of those tournament matches period. Yeah. This, yeah. this should have been in the tournament and you know, a match like this is reason why we miss Rio so much in the women's division. You know, she's, yeah. she's a, a pillar as we're keep talking about the pillars of the women's division, uh, just her workhorse, you know, very underrated for her size, very strong for her size. Um, and the same goes for Jamie Hader. I love her aggressive style offense, uh, yeah. strong style. I'm all for, you know, that's why I like uh, Thunder Rosa so much because she is a very aggressive, strong offense. And Jamie Hader uses her size and her strength to her advantage. And um, there was a great back and forth. And it was a very convincing win by Rio. And even though yeah. she was outsized by um, Jamie, and outnumbered by Team DMD, uh, she prevailed. And I think this was a um, um, much-needed match and, you know, a, an outstanding one of the better matches on the card overall um, in, in a pretty diverse car, card with a lot of talent on the card as well. <laughs> no kidding. So, How many wrestlers got to wrestle tonight, you know? <laughs> oh, Which is insane. good. You know, you always want to see your, your favorites and all that. Yeah. Um, but, man, this match, it was – it was quite a surprise and in a good way for me, you know, I didn't expect it to be this long and this kind of back and forth and, and Rio to take that much abuse. Um, but it's, it's always fun to see the strength of, of hater just go, you know, beyond, beyond uh showcase every time oh, she's yeah. in the match. Oh yeah. So. Both fun from both sides. This is a good, just a good match. I didn't want it to end when it ended. I was like, Oh, that, that stinks. You know, I, I was excited for silver versus Danielson, but Man, I was I was really enjoying that one. Um, but speaking of Silver versus Danielson, yeah, main event, man, holy kicks, holy kicks, SPD that, special <laughs> for sure. The, the SPD special uh, with a side of kick and then some more kick to and boot, some meat and some meat for Johnny Hungy because he definitely needed it, especially after getting his face kicked in by Danielson at the right. end of this match. But man, I know you're a Danielson slappy. I got to get your right. thoughts on this match because it was so back and forth early on. I thought, man, like Silver looks awesome early on. He came out fired mm-hmm. up, but Danielson really started putting it to him at the end. What do you think of this one overall, man? Because I really love this one too. This was, it was so close with my match of the night tonight. This the main awesome. event meat man is back, man. And this, these, these class, this styles clash so well together. Perfect. You know, they did, they did have some nice ground and pound. They have some aggressive uh, kicks, aggressive offense. And, you know, when we first interviewed John Silver, like this was I, I com- I've compared him to Brian Danielson many times, you know, yep. Brian Danielson being on my Mount Rushmore. And then when I started loving what John Silver was doing um, right away, I could see that I could see Danielson and Silver. And, you know, I was like, oh, man, these guys got to these guys got to meet in the match. And, and they delivered. You know, I wanted yeah. a little bit more time of work. But, um, you know, both guys got their offense in. Both guys look strong. I loved when, you know, Silver had that that um, that hold on and he was getting kicked in the face, just going, ah, <laughs> more. And it, was so, it was so funny. Yeah. Uh, so the main event, Meat Man, deserving that, you know, deserving and earning that main event spot in his hometown. Definitely. Another one of those AEW or, you know, nods that they do uh, so well for their talent and so, so well for their fans. Um, but, man, this was a kick fest for sure. Um, and Dude, Daniel and Brian Danielson is just leaning into this every single week, just putting more fuel and more on this fire 
of his heel side and it's it's getting better and better and better man and he it almost like you know even though this wasn't a well-fought match it almost looked like danielson barely broke a sweat yeah and that's not a, a notch to anybody in this match but you know these guys did go back and forth but that's just a credit to his stamina and his in-ring his in-ring you know um stamina it's just it's incredible Oh, for sure. And, and and while he did take a lot of offense from John Silver, this was a quick match, relatively speaking, for Brian True. Danielson. You know, this wasn't his 30-minute battle. And I think that was to the match's credit. I think that we saw so much stuff in a 12- or 13-minute match um, where we were just like, man, like, Silver can go right. so well. And he didn't look out of place in a ring with Brian Danielson, which says so much about John Silver because, you know, mm-hmm. Danielson is one of the – the greatest to ever do this. And, you know, John Silver going in there with him and holding his own and doing some stuff and, and really being in control of the offense for some portions mm-hmm. of the match made, man, like Silver looks like he's a special, special guy in the future. He's going to be a big time part of this company for a long time. But <laughs> all about the budge. All about the budge, man, for sure. But I just think that Danielson is at such a different level. The guy is mm-hmm. just performing and his, his role and his heel character, you know, talking about, you know, I wrestle every week. I want to be yeah. the guy that's, you know, almost like the workhorse of this whole company um, and prove to everybody that I'm the best wrestler on the planet. And he goes out there he and is. does that, you know, every week. And and while I don't want to see Hangman Page's first title reign be this short, right? you know, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Danielson is the champion in a couple weeks. Wow. You know, because like, Brian Danielson is so on top of it and so just so great. And he's talking about getting a stable. He's talked about that before as well. And, you know, I think that uh, Brian Danielson with a belt, with a stable uh, would be a lot of fun. Um, and, but I, I just can't because my heart's with, with hangman, but right. this I'll is just shit. one of those things where it's like you watch Danielson wrestle every week and you just can't, you know, you can't question the guy is just a notch above everybody else in the ring right now and he that that rust if he had any rust from his his time away from wwe it's gone it's totally gone you know obviously the guy main events at wrestlemania last year um or this past year but you know he was still away for a little bit and i think this guy just uh, he shows every week why he's considered one of the best um to ever do this and and i just love that that him and silver got to main event is a fun main event and anytime Silver gets to main event something, you know it's going to be a, a blast just for his facial reactions. And like you said, oh, he's gosh. sticking his tongue out at Danielson while he's character. kind of in a hold. And, like, it was just a blast, man. And, and I love this main event, one of my favorite in a long time, uh, just for the people in it. You know, I thought it was a good show. And yeah, then Danielson and, showed up. It was great. And Danielson was my uh, top performer of the night, you know. Good pick. You know, not only because of the in-ring general work, but the mic work and the character work, you know, the overall um, – that we overall display of what he did tonight. And so yeah. uh, I know his promo was short and sweet, but you know, it was, it was impactful and it set the stage for next week. And so um, just the way that he can, you know, methodically pace his matches uh, now that he's a heel. Uh, I just love the work that he's doing, you yeah. know, um, and, and for your top performer, you know, there, you, you didn't even second guess this. No, not at all. I mean, when you go against somebody like Jamie Hayter, who's so much mm-hmm. bigger and stronger and are able to do the things that Rio could do, man, I just, I thought this was a great showcase for her against somebody that's just 
one of the biggest women in the division um, and able to just kind of go toe to toe with her and, and show up uh, and have the strength and some of the moves she did. And, and obviously that just, she throws herself around like a missile. It's so much fun. It's almost like watching Darby Allen at, at times, yeah. the way she throws herself around. Point. And, you know, like there was a spot in this match where I thought she broke her neck going off the, the side. And it was just like, man, like the fact that she got up after that and finished the match and had a great ending, uh, great show, great women's match. Uh, absolutely loved it. This is a great show overall, but that was one of the best women's matches we've had in a while. No, I agree. And this, this, uh, part of the backbone of the women's division and we're oh, going to yeah. see um a, a you know a six woman tag match on rampage we got ruby soho anna anna and tay and versus bunny ford and uh, nyla and we're going to have the uh, AEW tag team title match on rampage plus adam cole versus yuda yuda wheeler and hook's debut versus fuego del sol um, send hook bro <laughs> that's right so i think we're, we got a four match rampage coming up this friday which is going to be pretty interesting you know it's already the fastest 60 minutes of wrestling and then we're adding four matches including a tag team match that could go 30 minutes easily can we get a commercial um, free rampage tony khan yeah that would be pretty sweet commercial free rampage this week come on but man that is a jam-packed card for 60 <laughs> minutes dude i know I, what are you looking forward to the most I don't know. It's all good. I love Di uh, Rampage every week is fun because I think that the hour of wrestling, we pack that much stuff into an hour of wrestling. Yep. You just get like the, you get just the fast paced. You don't have to worry about like, you know, padding out the time with too much, uh, too much, uh, you know, segments going on and all that stuff. You just get the best matches, man. I, I think that tag match though will be a lot of fun. I'm excited uh for that i think that'll be a blast especially after we saw that segment with uh nyla rose attacking ruby soho tonight um right saying mean things to her calling her a mean name and then that's <laughs> not very nice so i think that'll be a really fun match on friday but what about you i mean lucha bros are my guys man i mean you gotta biggest, pick them i know biggest, biggest lucha bro marks and and these two teams have been have shown time and time again the chemistry that they have yeah. um and anytime lucha bros are on the card i mean that's my number one for sure Build the women's division, build that tag division, build all the divisions. Yeah. Let's get that rampage going, man. It's gonna be a blast on Friday. I can't wait. That is for sure. Um, well, guys, we're gonna we're gonna end things here for Dynamite Download, a short and sweet episode um covering all things AEW. Crayfish and myself will be back in two days, Friday night. Um, grab a cold one. Uh, bonds if you're around hop on in but crayfish and i will be holding down the fort for rampage rundown thank you guys as always for joining us in the chat and we look forward to speaking with you guys online and chatting with you guys and seeing you on friday happy happy friday everybody on wednesday all about that budge, budge.